do. Okay. All so... right. Hello, and uh, welcome back to uh, Breaking Conspiracies. I've got uh, another wonderful guest who's decided to join me tonight. Um, he's going to be telling us about something, um, something that's been kind of under the covers for a while going on in uh, Spain. This is um, Fink. He is a uh, private investigator that has unearthed some very interesting things going on in all over Spain. It, it sounds like a big deal, but I don't really know a lot about this, so I'd like, I'd like him to take it from here. So, so Fink, tell us um, just overall generally what is going on in Spain. All right, appreciate um, I appreciate you having me on here, uh, Mr. Harry. So, let's see. Uh, so you're probably wondering what was I doing in Spain in the first place? You see, back then I was kind of there um, to. So I was kind of like hired, pretty much. This is what I call the Better Pink Fink service, basically, where uh -huh. you know you ping me, I get to you know something like that. So I got hired from this guy. So I was supposed to save his daughter that got kidnapped into a remote location in Europe, which was actually the a remote location in Spain, pretty much. So yeah. when I got there, there's these guys that were escorting me, something like that. And I realized, you know, things just kind of seemed off when one of the guys didn't come back for a little bit. Went a little, um, went a little while. Then um, I found this, uh, I guess, a lodge, pretty much. Then I kind of saw this guy, which, you know, he was mumbling like, a lot of, like, Spanish stuff to him and stuff. And I was like, obviously, this guy, he wasn't responding. Then out of nowhere, he tried to attack me with a hatchet. But with the magic of knife training from a certain somebody that I'll mention later, um, you know, I blocked the entire attack and, you know, I kind of just, uh, you know, killed him right on the spot right there, surprisingly, which, you know, acts in self-defense, of course. So I realized, man, yeah, this is not looking good. Then I found out that the guy that actually tried to escort me there, he was dead in um, the basement, pretty much. So I kept on looking around. But this guy came back strangely back from the dead, but, like, his head, like, because it seemed like his neck was snapped after when that happened, but... His head was, like, on his shoulders. Like, it was sideways, kind of. It was terrifying. I can definitely say that. Like, in a dark basement, too. Had to get out of the way. People were hunting after me, just mumbling stuff in Spanish and stuff. So, so this I, was some kind of ambush? I would say kind of. That's the best way to describe it. I got out of there. Then I kept on walking along until I got to a remote village, basically. And something I noticed was wrong. So the other guy that was there, turns out, like, he actually got kidnapped, and he was put onto a stake. And these guys, they set him on fire right in the center of the village, pretty much. And I was like, oh, God. So, basically, I tried to sneak my way around, but I got caught. But then I went to this one guy's house, and then they were just trying to barge the way through. So, when I kept on, like, trying to get myself situated, realizing that, yeah, this is for real, basically. Um, so, there was a guy with a chainsaw, basically. So... Um, I had to go upstairs. I found, surprisingly, like, it was, like, a remote village, but I found firearms in a country that really doesn't allow that stuff. Uh -huh. I probably gets my theory about that, why that happened. So, I found a Remington 870 shotgun. Then, yeah. uh, you know, I kind of actually used that to help with the chainsaw guy and stuff like that. Then, like, you know, I heard this church bell ringing, and they just stopped attacking me. They just went to, like, this, um, this, basically, this kind of, like, ritual area, kind of. It was locked behind a door, and I was like, you know... It seems like everyone was going to, like, a bingo night or something. I don't know exactly what happened. So, um, afterwards, kept exploring. Then I met the village chief, which um, his name was something like, uh, I remember his last name was something German, actually. But I think, like, I forgot exactly. He was just a hulking person, almost, like, he almost strangled me to death, too. But he just let me go, realizing, saying, like, I had the same blood or something. Oh, I forgot to mention, so... Basically, when I was still in the village, I actually got knocked out, and then I think I had something injected in my neck, basically. 
So this is what you call it. That's schizos, basically. It's um, kind of like a parasite or that, like, makes me see, like, hallucinations or, like, things that just, like, um, like beyond, like, the human comprehensions of horror, pretty much. So I was dealing with that for a little bit. I pass out over a lake when I deal with a gigantic salamander that was trying to eat me. Um, then, which this thing was huge because it was, like, influenced by the parasite in general. Like, pretty much this is what was going on. Like, everybody was, like being like kind of like a part of this uh like this hive mind pretty much by to this one great ruler which was kind of the whole like cult leader basically um i call him uh osman gauz actually or just know him as gauz so okay he was a very um a very intriguing figure so after like in a whole situation stuff like that so this is where i met uh basically a researcher that was actually working for the parasites his name was uh i'll just go with tice pretty much so Basically, he was like, you know, well, so we actually met each other at this um, at this cabin, pretty much, where we were being ambushed by a horde of these people. It sucked because, like, they're coming out from all directions, stuff like that, and it was only the two of us against a horde of practically monsters. Their heads would erupt in, like, these scary, like, type of, like, tentacle-looking things, or, like, even, like, these gaping maws that tried to bite my head off, pretty much, something like that, but, you know, I had to use a knife to defend myself there. Then, um... Afterwards, I had to deal with the uh, with the main village leader again, but, like, his virus was definitely interesting, because he had, like, these, like, crustacean-like appendages growing out of his back, just, like, you know, swinging on the rafters of, like, this slaughterhouse that was set on fire, pretty much. Got out of there, you know, he was gone, didn't have to deal with him anymore, and then I went to a... It was an abandoned castle, but it was more so re um, revamped. It was, like, old modern technology and stuff like that, and, like, this is where I met, um, basically a, uh... This was a kind of like, he was like a Stellan of the entire castle. I forgot exactly who he was, but, you know, he was, um, he's in a very grotesque appearance. Like, you know, he looked kind of like, um, a European version of George Washington thing, kind of like that, so. And was this guy a friend or a foe? Oh, he was a big foe. Like, he was forcing me to hand over the girl that I was trying to save and stuff like that, because I found her in a church back in the village. Uh-huh. I was like, yeah, I'm not going to hand you over and stuff like that. And he was, um, you know, terrifying. It was... Was he associated with this, uh, this Gauze fellow? Yes, he was associated with the whole cult, pretty much. Basically, like, um, he had, like, these two henchmen right next to him that I could definitely tell were not human, I could say that. Actually, about that, so I was going through the, um, the castle and stuff like that, and so, basically, um, so, this girl, she actually got infected with it, like, long before me, so she had more symptoms, basically, and she was more of, um, being controlled by it. She almost stabbed herself in the neck with my knife, actually, because, um, you know, she was being controlled, she ran off, then she got kidnapped. And then I finally found her at this altar area that they were, like, forcing her to drink some black liquid or something that was enhancing the effects of this parasite. It's like, damn, that's sick and not cool at all. And so one of the other, like, bug henchmen people, like, they kind of threw me down to, like, this whole, like, well-type area. I survived, surprisingly, because of a chain. And then afterwards, uh, kept on dealing with that. Then I met the guy's bug henchman without, like, all of his robes, and it was terrifying. He was, like, an assassin mixed with, like, some type of, like, insect, like, DNA, I guess. I don't know. And it was just terrifying because, like, he had, like, this long tail that was trying to, like, you know, impale me and stuff like that. But there was, like, these liquid nitrogen showers for some weird reason down there. I'd use those, and then, um, you know, he was just frozen to a crisp, actually. And then, um, thanks to the magic of, um, you know, shotgun shells, uh, you know, he uh -huh. kind of exploded into pieces. Thank God for that, actually. I'm very thankful. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, then had to deal with that afterwards, then... Mr. Castellan guy had to keep on dealing with more of his BS and his whole, like, castle logic, pretty much. So, he escorted the girl to actually... No, so, I forgot to get to this part. So, we were in this mines, and I met Tice again, actually. He was there. 
and he was going to me some medicine to help suppress um, the effects of this um, parasite. I took some, which I thank him for. And then we met him again. We we're in these minecart sections, but it sucked because, like, you know, there was some of these more like people. They knew where they were, and they're like firing crossbows at us and stuff like that. But he had um, I forgot what type of gun he had, but it was um, it was something with a nine millimeter or something like that. It was from World War One. I, I remember that, but it was actually nice to use. I could say that. And um, you know, I shot down some of these people. Another guy with a chainsaw just appeared in nowhere again, and I was like, "God damn it, that sucks." So, so you're in danger just because you have a chance of of doing something to stop this parasite. Mostly. Not just that, but I was mostly there so I could save this girl pretty much, and I was right. because out of my trauma and stuff like that, I was realizing, you know, I can never lose another person again, basically. So I had my mind pretty much set on that. Right. Fucked. And then, um, so did oh, this. Yeah. Uh, um, Overlord, guys, guy, did he wanted her dead? No, he didn't actually want her dead. So basically, his entire plan and what I got out of it is basically he used her as kind of ransom, basically, uh. you know, so he could get more of a more of a fund uh, for like you know his entire like cult, basically, and like you know he'd send um her back to this guy. So like basically like he'd cause more like a whole like world invasion. But thanks to my miraculous prowess, um, I was able to stop that surprise. Or that's what I at least got out of it. But it could have been something a lot like more so treatable because. I got rid of the parasite that was inside of me, seeing it with this girl, because of um, laser surgery that Tice created, actually. It was, like, in this lab that he had on this industrial island that I got to eventually. Um, yeah, about that, I, I actually did see Tice die, because he got stabbed in the back by a familiar face in my past, which I'll just label him as, um... I'll label him as Alan, basically. So, Alan, he, um, he just... We got into this, like, an aggressive knife fight, um, because he trained me, actually. I think he cut out a bit. Yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry, my bad. So, basically, did I mention about Alan, or did I say anything about him, or? Anyways, uh, yeah, so we got into an aggressive knife fight, and um, he's actually the guy that trained me how to, like, properly use a knife and everything like that, which, uh... Hold on, Fink. You know, he... Something wrong? Um, but, yeah, otherwise, uh... You know, I got back to the surface, you know, told my last goodbyes to Tice, and, uh, yeah. Had to deal with more of this castle BS, had to take down, um, you know, the Castellan guy, pretty much, which he got mutated into this, like, grotesque, um, like, monster-like thing that was kind of, like, you know, slinging across, like, the walls and stuff like that. It was just, you know, just terrifying stuff, I can definitely say that. And I finally got out of there, uh, after when I dealt with him, then, uh, got to an industrial island. And, um, you know, I had to meet Alan again, pretty much, for, like, one final showdown, pretty much, on, like, these ancient ruins. This place was, like, guarded up, like, to the balls of the walls, man. It sucked, because, you know, which of, like, there were soldiers everywhere. It just it was, like, stressful. I felt like I was, like, in a James Bond movie or something. So, got through all that. Um, you know, like, I never experienced terror whenever, like, you hear just, like, people yelling at you in Spanish because they're being, like, controlled by a hive mind. Uh -huh. but the thing about like this parasite, what it would do, it was transform people into the most grotesque things imaginable. Because for my old partner Alan, like he had his arms transformed into these terrifying grotesque beings. Like one was kind of like a huge blade, and the other was like a like a claw shield kind of type of thing. But surprisingly, I overcame him, which you know I thought was crazy, honestly. Because like I never, I didn't think I was going to survive there to be honest. When I eventually saw like those transformations, but I was really cocky with a lot of my words. Like you know, I said like you know. All that for, like, you know, that transformation. I'd ask for a refund or something, but 
point being is like, yeah, what these what this parasite would do is the longer it was embedded inside of you and the type of parasite it was, it'd give you altercations like to your like biology pretty much. It was crazy. And then um how it was actually discovered, I believe, is back in the mines where um I met Tice to give me the suppressants. Uh, he, there was like a, they found like a lot of spores of like this parasite pretty much. And they more so collected it and more so gained it for their own power. And, um, it was, it's kind of an ancient parasite. Think of it kind of like that, but I'm pretty sure because it got more so filtrate, fil filtrated, uh, you know, like there's, um, there's no trace of it anymore, at least. So thank God for that actually. And, um, you know, there's like a whole bunch of like spy stuff also kind of going on too, which I meant like, um, spy from my past. Which she was trying to get like the sample of like the main parasite or like the dominant species of it, I guess. That's the best we can describe. Um, but uh -huh. otherwise, yeah, I had to deal with guys. Um, blew them up with a rocket launcher thanks to the spy actually, because she really helped me out. But then I was like, yeah, I think it's best if we go our separate ways. Then I eventually got out on the jet ski that she provided for me. So, you know, stuff sucked, but at the same time, I mean, you know, things would have been a lot worse if I saw this girl's like head just like you know just snap basically or like turn into the right. Smoke terrifying stuff man uh but point being is that yeah so less schizos it made me just very um or less schizos it made me very um it made me see awful things i could definitely say that like hell there's even like points where i like i thought my like my veins were like full of like a black liquid kind of or like um i had like dilated pupils i remember that a lot or um yeah something like that at least but Thanks to the magic of laser surgery, I uh, got it evaporated because those things, big thing, they actually hated light because, um, you know, take a flashbang to them and they instantly, like, they, they, they vaporize. It's crazy. So uh, Okay. Yeah. That's that's good to know uh, for mm -hmm. anybody listening that might encounter this again. So this this uh, Gauze guy, uh, he was pretty evil. Was Do you think he was acting alone? Was Was he below somebody else? Well, the way I saw it, because I kind of did some exploring, and so he had, like, these, um, it was like kind of like a Bible, kind of, but for, like, this parasite as a whole. Like, they believed, like, like these insects or, like, these, um, like, this parasite in general, like, it would, like, be bliss for them. Like, it'd bring them to, like, a new, like, area of, like, sanctimony and stuff like that, but the way how, So like, he's likely not the only one that wields the parasite. Well, he was the dominant one. He actually, well, from what I got from some other uh, details, so... He actually influenced the village and the village chief to, like, um, you know, get this, like, parasite, and it'd make, like, everyone more so, like, kind of, like, it'd make everyone in this village just, like, a lot more happier, or, like, a lot more content with themselves, or, like, you know, bring pure joy for the rest of their lives, but it did utterly the opposite through a lot of pain and suffering, I remember that, or, um, another big example I can actually think of is, uh, the whole castle, because apparently there was this generation line that was actually trying to stop this, um, this virus, but they brought it back, which was showing like a real like defamation of it. And like the guy Alan that I dealt with, um, you know, he just got lost in the bliss for power after um a certain operation that we had to deal with back in South America together. And um, yeah, I felt bad because like you know he let like the concept of power utterly destroy him, and he wanted to you know utterly kill me out of it pretty much. And uh, for Gaz's main mindset, he really just wanted to, you know, kind of have like. Power really does corrupt people, and especially if you give them stuff like kind of like, you know, biological, like, kind of like, um, viruses or, like, things that more so alter the biology of other people. These things are grotesque, I see, but thank God they were never really discovered or no, like, other samples of them, because I think that would be, um, 
There might be other somewhere because of the spy. I remember that she took the dominant like species of it, and um, back then she almost took a, a virus that was developed or something like that. I don't know. But yeah. Do you have any theories? Um, if there are any remaining samples of this virus, where we might look out for those. I don't know why, but I feel like that if um, other big mining areas, honestly, probably not in North America, but probably on like the same like land as like where Europe or probably even like Asia would be like. I call it maybe actually they could be found. Um, I'm predicting maybe India because I remember there was like some shipments or like some type of placement that were like from it. Or I feel like that somebody it might be a lot more going behind the scenes because I've like that spy that I mentioned. She was there for a reason, or she might have been working for somebody, and that person she could have been working for might have an influence on somewhere else in the world. So, you know. So it would be worth a check to to make sure nothing is going on on in India, right? Probably, yeah. Or like big bio te- like bio stuff like that in general. It's like you know, it's terrifying stuff, mm. and you have to have the right skills in order to deal with it. Like hell, like I survived, like kind of like you know, like out of impossible odds. Honestly, that's uh kind of just some luck, honestly. Cause, yeah, the things about it is just so many grotesque and scary things. Like legit, like. Back to the whole salamander thing. I was thought I was going to die there. I was, like, going to be, like, you know, part of the European version of Jaws or something. But, you know, stuff kind of like that. Okay. Well, this is this has been a, uh, a very uh, scary story to hear. I, uh, I hope nobody else has to experience this again like, like you did, Fink. Uh, we're probably um, running a little short on time for the podcast tonight. But oh, it sounds okay. like... There's a lot more to to dig in here, and um, perhaps something to check in on India. So, if any of you uh, listeners would like to uh, hear more about this, uh, please make sure to send me an email at harryspeakstruth at gmail dot com. Harry Dugan speaks truth at gmail dot com. Let me know you want to hear more about this, more from Think, and. If you'd like to come back, uh, we'd love to have you. Uh, this has been a this has been a great uh, night of uh, learning about your story. Uh, is there anything you'd like to to say to our audience, real quick, to to leave them with anything before they get off for the night? Hmm. Well, if I could say anything in particular, is um, you know. Just be careful if you go into anywhere in the world, really, or, like, anywhere remote. I mean, you know, like, surprises come in the littlest forms. I can definitely say that. Yeah. So, you know, movies are, like, they're they're not as fake as they seem, huh? Some some pretty weird stuff can, can happen in real life. And that's what this podcast is all about, is discovering what's, what's going on um, under the matrix, you know, that we can't see. We don't notice if we're if we're too ignorant. We don't we don't see the surprises coming, right? But if you if you look out, then then we can we can discover what's going on. That that's very that's very smart. I'm I'm glad um, we were able to get that message out tonight. Um, and hopefully, those listening at home start to start to think about that themselves, wherever they go in right. life. Yeah. Big thing about that is, um, you know, power really does destroy people. I can, I've seen it a lot throughout my whole experience, honestly. And, you know, just keep mind of that, honestly. Or, you know, it's a big thing that happens if you have a lot of power, then you have like a lot of like 
you lose yourself out of it. I can definitely say that. So corruption is a contagious disease. Well, Maybe thank you so much. Oh yeah. <laughs> thank you so much, Fink. Um, we'll love to have you back. Uh, everyone else, uh, thank you for listening tonight. Um, uh, this has been Breaking Conspiracies. We'll see you next week. Good night.